What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish podcast. This is episode 21, I think. 21. I think we're on episode 21 now. And uh, yeah, with myself, Alfie Vincent, co-host oh, Mark. Sorry, I think it might be 22. I was about to, I was about to say, it was like maybe 21 just been edited. Yeah, okay, well, 21... 22 with myself, Alfie Vincent, co-host <laughs> Mark Fox. Yo, hello. Co-host Ollie Greaves. Yo. And three Pete, three Pete guest, Dan Bardell. How you doing, mate? Oh, is he muted? No, she didn't say anything. Oh. Hello? Say something. I said unbelievable, oh. Jeff. I'm here there again. There we go. Here oh, he did turn you down, lad. <laughs> unbelievable. But um, how you doing? I'm very well, mate. How are you, boys? Good. Good. Thank you. Grand. Good I am loving life right now. We we're Obviously. in the last game week, boys. Last Premier League game week is this weekend. How's everyone feel? I mean, I've, we're, I'm cool. We've got nothing going on. So how, how are you guys feeling? Ollie, obviously, actually, you kind of got something going on. Um, <laughs> and, sort of, uh, kind of. But, uh, but really, I guess, well, Bards, you're sort of cemented on for Champions League anyway. Second in the league. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. It's just Mark, really, who's uh, got to play us. Hopes and Boys, dreams. Can we? Uh, well, that's definitely not them, but we can still get seventh. So that that can be Europa League, I think, can't it? Uh, if Chelsea drop out and win the Champions League, uh, I don't think so because we've still got West Ham above us, Leicester above us. Um, I think if uh, Leicester win by margin of four 0 I think you can. If Leicester win, because we can't out, we think... can't get above um, West Ham. Oh, right. now, yeah, we are on 58 points. They're on 62. We, we've only got, we've got oh, one game left. Okay. Yeah, Europa Conference no. it is. Yeah, man. Some sort of European <laughs> football. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we've got a, a packed show for everyone. We're doing our favourite Prem's like noughties kits. We did our 90s kits in a previous video and we're now doing um, noughties this week. But we'll uh, before we get to that, we've got some news to go through. It's been just been quite a few things going on this week. Um, I guess as we were talking about Leicester, we should continue with Leicester. Congratulations to Leicester for the FA Cup win. Yep, big applause. I think they uh, absolutely smashed it. Um, it. I say absolutely smashed it. It was a very scrappy game. Um, Chelsea were actually pretty good for most of it, um, but obviously it was a fantastic goal from uh, Tielemans. Uh, oh mate, yeah, one absolute goals ever scored in the final. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. absolutely yeah. screamer. I saw someone, uh, a Chelsea fan online, saying if uh, uh, Mendy was in goal, he would have saved it. No I don't think there's many people out there saving that. No, I was going to say, that's a bit harsh because... It, it's just it, not saving it. It's just, yeah, I don't, there's a lot of keepers that would have struggled to really get to that. Yeah, definitely. But, um, well, I think, yeah, most, I can't imagine there are many, yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it was a good, it's a good game, man. Schmeichel came up with a huge save on Mount. Schmeichel. That looked like that was going to... Um, that was going to go in. Yeah, Schmeichel had a great, great, um, great game. And then obviously the controversial moment, as it has to be a controversial moment, including VAR in games nowadays, was uh, Chilwell's, Chilwell's goal was put offside when it was like fine margin. I think you could have gone either way, I think. But yeah. I don't know what you got. Would you guys think it was offside or? It's one of those things. There's been a lot of these decisions this year. Um, it's mm. really split in a hair, to be honest. I personally think it was they they did make the right call. I think it was slightly offside, but if 
it's such a small margin that yeah. it could could have gone either way. I think the main issue was if there was no VAR, it probably they probably wouldn't even have questioned it and been like it was too close to call. It stands, mm. and that would have changed the entire dynamic. But because obviously VAR is is now obviously in, you're you're gonna look at that and then they can probably see it by more precisely. But yeah, it's offside by a fraction, but offside is offside. Yeah, yeah true. It's true. Uh, Bars, what do you think of that, mate? Yeah, I mean, given I think what the what sort of decisions we've seen this season, eh, so it's all right. It's all right. VAR's there to do its job. It's offside, isn't it? I think. Yeah. You know, we've seen them. We can expect that to be called offside. I don't think it's anything to sort of pine over. I think if if Chelsea fans do moan about it, they're clutching at straws, aren't they? Really? Because because yeah, thanks to VAR, you know, the they got in the second game that they had later during the week obviously there were some disallowed decisions there so it does work it is there for that reason okay it's, it's so minor that it doesn't really have an effect or does it but yeah. um Speak, speaking of um var and disallowed goals ollie you mentioned a stat i believe about timo it's yes he has scored 12 this season and he's had 14 goals disallowed by either VAR or just officials overturning it this season. That's astounding. He's had more goals overturned than he has actually scored. That's mad. Wow. Is that one of the reasons why he was so popular or oh, he, he used to ban goals before coming to the Prem? Because it was that close every single time. Who knows? Yeah, well that was his game literally. It was just running. Yeah. yeah. Did they not have VAR in Germany? I think they did have VAR last year in Germany. Oh, did they? Did they? I think well, they did. I'm fairly sure. Yeah, because they. I think they got it a season before we did. I reckon he's no, just rubbish, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but that is that is a crazy stat, though. Like, uh, that's that is is not good. something you want after having spent that much money on a player, especially if you um, if you're bagging bagging in like what nearly like thirty five goals and like more than half of them are getting disallowed or something or like thirty goals. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like no, most of them, you're like you could have had a 30 goal season or something like that, which is which is great in the Premier League. But like, nah, you've had 12 yeah. because most of them have been fucking chopped off. Yeah, it's peak. I wonder how many uh, are actually him though, being offside, or if it's sort of the build-up plays offside. Yeah, obviously he was clearly yeah. offside the other day, but yeah, it'd be interesting to then compare and contrast. Even yeah, Chelsea's gonna learn to not celebrate until the goal's been confirmed. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. But um, Chelsea, you know, they're still, they're still in the running for top four. They've still got a Champions League final to play. They could still come out of this season, like, you know, having one of the best seasons of any English team. Do you know what I mean? So uh, they should be fine. I think Chelsea fans are fine. As long as I think they're, I still think they're going to win the Champions League. I do you reckon? They're going to beat City? Yeah. yeah, I think so. On the City. Um, yeah, I fancy Chelsea, you know. Fair. I, I think it'll make for it. City. It makes for an interesting game, though, doesn't I it? I think, yeah, I think. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather Chelsea than City. I'd rather City. City win their first if, Champions League. If Werner scores now in that final, then he cemented his place. God, yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter how he, how he. Yeah, this whole season will be like completely like how his ruled out. will be completely scrapped. No one will <laughs> talk about it. They'll just be like he scored the winner, mate. But um, yeah. talk wow. about winners. What about Allison's the other day, man? <laughs> Our Lord and Saviour, Alison Becker. Literally, it saved you from dropping points Ooh. against West Brom. 
I know. It uh, was the mo it was oh mate the oh, you guys were shit. Frustrating game to say the least, man. Yeah. Just just frustrating. Just couldn't break West Brom defence down at all. Couldn't That's a mad sentence. I know, it is a mad sentence, you're right. I can't believe I just said that actually, Jesus. Liverpool can't West Brom's defence down. I'm just... He's the first um, Liverpool goalkeeper that's ever scored a goal, isn't he? And then he's like the... In a competitive fourth, game. Yeah, I think he's like the fourth or fifth Premier League goalkeeper to ever score a goal or whatever. Yeah, did um, Oh, who was it? Begovic did it not that long ago? We should do an episode on like goal, goal scoring oh, yeah. keepers. I, yeah, Sky Sports did a little video the other day about it. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, was a handful of them. Paul Robertson... Begovic, Be uh, Allison, and yeah, I can't remember any other ones. There's the hair, the hair got an assist actually. No, I can't remember. Allison's done quite was. a bit of that as well. Allison's also mm. got assists. Um, but yeah, w w so Mark, what do you think, mate? Do you think you're going to get top four? Obviously, you got to play Palace. Um, We've I think now no there Eze. is a strong chance. Got no Eze, you, so... You've got to play us at Anfield with fans. I, I just yeah. think that's too much to ask for Palace without Eze, without that guy pushing that ball forward and yeah. delivering those balls that he does so excellently to Zaha. Oh, I think you're you know going to struggle. But I've then... got a good stat for you on that. Go on. Uh, out of goal-creating actions from dribbling per 90 minutes in the top five leagues, Eze is in the top 4%. Such a baller. Yeah. So, uh, but without we him... But we miss him. So yeah. Without him, big, I but... think it's going to be hard to lose the game. Because everyone's, I think, much everyone is saying, "Oh yeah, we've we've just got to beat Palace by like one goal, and then Leicester have to win like four nil or something stupid like that." But then it's like, okay, but that's on the assumption that we actually beat Palace. Because historically, right. you've given us a hard time, but we in re we have found recent form, back to back yeah. form. So, and I think yeah, I think well, the lads the lads will be well up for it as well. That's the thing. We we had started just finding form, but now Eze's got injured. So that form has now yeah. just dropped off. But, yeah, um, yeah. He started playing Fabinho in, his, in, in, the, in the right position. Exactly. And now Thiago's starting to starting to sort of get that chemistry now, knows what sort of balls to play, where to play them, who's going to be where. So you, now you're starting to see the fluidity of the team pick up now. Like Thiago, I was watching oh, this. picked it up, mate. Uh, fuck me, right? Um, <laughs> there was this, I was watching this little comp compilation of it's called, like, I don't know if it's the official name, it's called the Thiago Turn. Where he receives the ball and just gives it. Literally, it's just a turn, but it looks so simple. But he turned directly into space and just runs literally so far and then plays Sounds the ball. Sounds like a, a B-Tech version of the Cruyff turn, mate. Yeah. Sounds like what Eze does. <laughs> well, he's, he's doing it <laughs> well now. He's doing it well now. And he, and he is putting in some decent some decent balls. So I, yeah. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll, we'll you know, Palace will come to Anfield and... Uh, We'll be fine. Well, I think we'll smash what, it. What was it yesterday you called uh, Firmino in our stream last night? Oh, Firmino. I kept calling him Firmino. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Fabinho as well. And I was like, yeah, Firmino. Firmino. Like, Firmino. Right. And Firmino's love child. <laughs> Firmino. It, would, uh, it would be quite fitting for Palace to beat you guys. Because it's at Anfield. We have a bit of a history. You do and it's Roy Hodgson's last game in charge of Palace. Obviously was Liverpool manager as well. That is Liverpool a... fans... Don't, didn't you know? Didn't necessarily give him the respect that he deserves. I don't personally think. I know he didn't do a good job, but you know, they were quite harsh. But uh, so it could about, be quite interesting. Uh, 
It'd be quite interesting, I think. I think. It, I don't think uh, we're, gonna, we're definitely not going to win. But I don't. You know, I, I think Palace could give us a hard time because historically, Palace have always given us a really hard time. Benteke is on hot shit form at the moment. He so. really is. He scored. He scored in his last four games four, or something. Four and four, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. He's on like ten goals, I think, this season That's or something. Or like, ridiculous from Benteke. Know, nine, ten goals. Big I know. Bad. Ridiculous. But it's fine. Yeah, Nat, Nat Phillips got man in the match, so. We've got a counter. Well, I'll tell you what's happened. He's uh he's up for contract renewal. That's oh, happened. I see. Yeah. This was like oh, I decided to bang him in. Trying to pull his finger out now. Yeah, exactly. But um, Palace have got a thing about uh, ruining Liverpool seasons right at the end. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. It would be cool. I, I'd love it. I think it'd be hilarious if we beat you guys and it meant you didn't get top four. Um, oh, you'd love it. I wouldn't. It'd be hilarious, man. I think um, everyone would. I'd take it. I would definitely take it. But. Um, but yeah, as, I don't uh, know. As Kevin, as Kevin Keegan once said, you know, I'd love it if we got to go them. there and if we go there and get something. And I tell you right now, I'd love it. I'd love it I'd if love Palace it. beat them. I'd love it if we beat them. Yes, yeah. But uh, Liverpool have to do a lot over the summer, man. If they're going to catch up with uh, City. Yeah, um, I, th- I think from what I've sort of because I've listened to a few podcasts now and then, a lot of people have said that like FSG are willing to sort of let the reins go and just you know spend a bit in this transfer window to get you know win the premier league again get back into that champions league it get you know start winning in europe and being like that dominant club which obviously we kind of are already but at the same time with all this super league thing happening it's like yeah you know spend that money get these amazing players and i'm just like but that's just so unfair like to all these lower league teams, but like, but it is yeah. what it is at the moment. And if we brought in some big names, I'd be fucking. If we brought in Mbappe, yeah. in, I'd be like, ah, yes. Hey, you're not. You're never getting Mbappe, and you won't get Kane. City will get Kane, if anyone. And then you're left with Salah and Mane, who are just gonna. Who? Mane's okay. been so like yeah. disappointing this season. This has not been a great form for Mane, but Salah on the other hand has been great. Salah's been fantastic. fantastic. I was absolutely shocked to see him not in Team of the Year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's it's because Premier League top goal scorer. To, we've just come to expect like better. He was it. He's it's a curse of his own success or something. Yeah, he's just so good that we expect this from him, and then when he actually does it, we're all like, well, you know, why aren't you doing better? It's like, oh, yeah, you know. But, that, that first um, the season, cracks, the cracks are starting to show. I think with uh, with Mane now, because obviously there was that incident with uh, him and Klopp the other day. Um, obviously, Mane wouldn't shake his hand after the game. Looked pretty annoyed. Obviously, Klopp that, dismissed it. That's um, I found out in the interview. Klopp was saying that that's because he made a last-minute change to start Jota, I believe. Yeah, Whereas typically, Mane would have known about that with a lot more notice. So I think, yeah, I think that that's was the issue. Which I'd be, I'd probably be pissed if I wanted to play football and get some goals for my club and getting told last minute you're being dropped. I'd be pissed. Yeah, true, true. That is fair point. That is fair point. But then you shouldn't be so shit over the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then then Jota's <laughs> um, come in and started banging them in. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's this is a it's a yeah. It's, it's called it's called competition for your spot, but, mate. Yeah. So well, yeah. Talking about competition for a spot, there's going to be a, well, I don't know. Do they don't they have only one striker now? If Harry Kane leaves, obviously Harry Kane wants out of Tottenham. Um, I guess to play that like Parrot Kid or whatever his name is up front. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who? Um, what do you guys think of this? I, th- I think he's going to end up going City. Oh, yeah. um, he needs to leave. It makes the most just, sense, man. I don't care sense. where he goes. I just don't want him at Tottenham anymore. Um, he's openly said, I never said that I would stay at Tottenham. 
Um, yeah. He said he wants to be playing at the highest level. He wants to be winning trophies. Wants to be winning games. And obviously, he's given Tottenham their or a fair few chances to be able to do that now, and they've not been able to to help him do that. So, I guess yeah, times you got to call time on it at some point. You can't waste some of his best years playing for a, a club that's yeah not winning anything really. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him at, at City, considering that they've got that position quite free and they've definitely got the funding to be able to do it it's just whether they can convince Tottenham and uh, Daniel Levy to to be able to let him go definitely well yeah well I think how long has he got left on his contract does anyone know three years three years okay so uh, I guess yeah he can't even really he's got not really any leg to stand on if they want to just keep him he can't really do anything he could sit out and not play but i don't think yeah, it might be another situation like yeah. like an urzil or something or like gareth bale at, um uh what's it called at real madrid where he just yeah ends up sitting on the bench half the I time i don't think he's the kind of guy to do that no no personally not no. i hope he's not definitely he's so but... professional and that is like one of the most unprofessional things you can do so for your prime's um... out the crib or 20 whatever it is yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw your toys out the pram. Even more, <laughs> kicking off even more, mate. That's what um, but yeah, I think if, wherever he goes, it'll be interesting. I hope it's City because then he's going to be banked like forty goals a season. Yeah, uh, with the Bruyne behind and, and he'll be it'll be even better for England as well going into World Cups with him, obviously, and uh, the Euro. But yeah, I wonder if we'll find out before the Euros. I doubt it, but it would be interesting. I don't know. I don't, yeah. It, obviously, it's Tottenham already said they don't want to sell him, and um, he's going to obviously stick to his guns and say I want to leave, and it's just going to be probably just a stalemate throughout the whole summer, throughout the whole Euros, where he says I still want to leave, they still we still don't want to sell you, and it's basically just whoever caves first, really, whether that be um, Kane to say, fine, I'll stay for another season or whatever, but on the agreement that next summer you let me go or whatever, but again, well, yeah, well, you know, Kane. I think, well, I don't necessarily think Spurs would be like uh, like against selling him if the price of like a hundred and between a hundred and hundred fifty million come up, because like they need to rebuild massively, mm, and yeah. having Harry Kane there, selling Harry Kane is the only way they're going to be able to do that. That's literally the only way. Not Son, uh, not Son, not Deli Ali. Like those two together still won't get you as much as Kane gets him gets you on his own. Yeah. You reckon you reckon Kane could get 100, 150 million from the right team from City easily? Yeah, yeah. easily. I think you're starting at like a hundred mil. Yeah, 100%. you're not offering. If you offer anything below hundred mil, you will be. You won't even look at it. <laughs> there was um, um uh, Harry Kane's had a, a quite a personal conversation with Gary Neville, I think, in a little sort of Scott interview the golf thing. Sports. Yeah, the golf yeah. thing that they did, and yeah, Harry Kane's basically said, well. Hopefully, if someone want, wants to pay a hundred mil for me, um, we well, didn't say the, the person's name, but he's referring to Daniel Levy. He says that he might just think, you know what, go on then. If you're willing to pay a hundred mil, then lovely. But yeah, I reckon starting value is is a hundred mil, and it can only go up from there. I can't see anyone paying the hundred and fifty for him. To be fair, not in this climate either, and I don't, I wouldn't necessarily pay a hundred and fifty mil for him, especially if. You can, for that price, you can probably get Haaland, and he's 22, he's got yeah. years on him, and he's you know tearing it up. I think the risk is uh, is bigger. What was that? 
he's not proven in the Prem. Like Harry Kane's an experienced, proven Premier League player, and he's a, he's a leader. He's a captain. Um, Haaland obviously yeah. is showing a lot of promise, and he's got a lot more years under his belt. And but he could come to the Prem and be a flop. He could be a flop. It, but does City, does City need to fork out 150 mil on like an experienced no. player? They why can, not? Though. Yeah, they, yeah. Why yeah, not? They can. They they can. can. Why not? Like. Well, this and is what the I, I mean. The world, isn't he? Like, I think if they do do that, then it will be because they lose the Champions League. I think if they lose the Champions League, they'll just go, "Yep, here you go, here's the money." But yeah, I think I think a hundred mil will get him out of out of uh, Spurs. I don't think it needs to be one hundred and ten, uh, one hundred and fifty. Um, and I, and to be honest, as a United fan, I would rather us not even entertain the idea or go for him. Put in a few bids, you know, make the price go up and all that sort of jazz. But um, I wouldn't necessarily go for Kane personally. But that's because I want strengthening in in other areas first. Yeah. And then we can get the striker, which will probably be Haaland. I want that right winger and I want a CDM. (laughs) So bad. Would you rather spend an extra 50 million to get Haaland this summer or do you fancy your chances at wooing him next season when he's got that 75 mil? Um, what do you um, call it? Um, price. Yeah. I think. I think if yeah, it meant that we were going exactly into our, if it meant that we were going into our transfer like kitty now, I would just get a right winger, get a CDM, and maybe a centre back if you can do that, and then try your luck. But if we don't get him next year, then we don't. I'm not, the thing is with Harland, he's he's sick, but his agent's just so annoying, and I'm so fed yeah. up with it that if we don't get him, I'll just go after another striker. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like. There's going to be strikers out there, okay, not on you know Haaland's level, but if the, the the annoying thing is, is I think Woodward and the board would love to sign like Harry Kane, but if you do that, there's no point in doing that if you haven't strengthened the team around him, That's and then insane. he's a year older next year, so you need to get that those players in, and then get your focal point, which is your striker, because he's going to cost you the most money probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would do it. I would do it like that, and I, d- I do think City will go for him because I think they'll lose the Champions League, and then they'll just be like, "Yep, yeah, take the money." Sure, I see. I sort of see happening is City going for Kane. I don't see Harlan. I don't. I see Harlan leaving next summer to like a Chelsea or something, but I think United will end up strangely because I've heard like little rumors on Twitter and stuff like that. I reckon. United will somehow end up with Lewandowski in like for like you know how you got to have like Cavani and that for like the last few years of their career. Yeah, I think you'll end up with I think you'll end up with Lewandowski for like maybe two or three years That's in mad. the back end, and he'll be a beast. I think could could be quite good. I you could even end up winning a title. Like you did it with Van Persie, didn't you? And end up winning a Premier League. Yeah, so, but um, well, Lewandowski's like thirty now, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't think he'll. Well, I, don't, I think the... he'll be at Bayern for like another year, maybe two. He's still sick. He's yeah, one of the think you can possibly win in. Yeah. He's been the closest he's ever been to winning the Ballon d'Or was last year. And he got snuffed. And he, yeah, he got snuffed. He's definitely, they definitely no. should have still done it and uh, and uh, he should have won it. But definitely. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we just go for like that right winger position, the CDM, and then get like a Danny Ings. Or we'll get Danny Ings next year because he's only got one year left. So yeah. we'll say, listen, mate, we'll get you next We'll get you next year because they'll miss out on Haaland. That's my thinking. I mean, the board love a free transfer, and 
Yeah, I mean, we do need a striker, but I don't think Anthony Martial can be any worse than he has been this year. <laughs> like, he's got to do yeah. something next year. Um, so, yeah. send, we'll him still send him on his way. But um, <laughs> we'll get on to the next bit of news. Um, but this was from The Athletic, from David Ornstein, a very um, popular uh, writer over there. He's, he's wicked. He had a piece on uh, Southgate's Euro team. I just want to speak because he well what he's suggesting is that Henderson, Sancho and Grealish are like pretty much nailed on to make the team I think if Henderson can show that he's fit I think he's nailed on if not then obviously he probably won't go um, but it also looks like Trent might be passed up even though they have the three added spots obviously you know he has his right backs in mind you don't need to take more than two three right backs to a tournament do you know what I mean so but he believes uh, so this is what I'm feeling here. He believes that um, Trent cannot balance defensive and attacking abilities as well as options like Walker, James and even Trippier, which I think is, I don't know, because he's had a really good back end to the season, but I think on the, like generally, I think he's right. Like yeah. he isn't as good as balancing those as Walker. I mean, Walker's like option 1A really for that right back spot because he's perfectly balanced either way. But then, I think you know I don't I'm going to have something guys, to say about it. Though. I know, I don't know what you guys think. I've, sure mark things like, but i i still would probably rather have reese james in there over trent at the moment personally yeah for defensive duties definitely yeah but yeah, Trippier, I, I agree I that's had a pretty decent season to be fair for athletic madrid bar the ban and that kind of thing but um i would take trent over trippier personally but i could understand why he wouldn't because he also does massively favor trippier and he has that experience and we have a lot of young players in this team that haven't got tournament experience yeah. um but Mark, also, Atletico are about to win a title. And he has played really, really well. And he has played really yeah. well. He has. Generally. It's not discredited just because Trent's yeah. like flavour of the year last year. Like He's been yeah, shite. No, 100%. And, and he was crap against Real Madrid as well. That he was, headed back pass Trent was recent. Has, Trent has improved drastically from March onwards. Yeah. He's been impressive over the last couple of games. He has. Like, he's, he's stepped it up massively. Don't get but, me wrong. I'm still not taking him over... Uh, Walker or James right now but yeah I can just, I just see if we're going to come across against Belgium again I'm just I'm letting you guys have the mic that's all yeah, I'm doing I just, I'm... I just think if we, let's say we come come against Belgium again Not we'll get immediately track. unstuck yeah if he's playing so and and Trippier to be fair to him is is really good on dead ball situations as well probably not as good as, as Trent I'll give I'll give him that but if he can be very good and then be very good defensively, well, then why wouldn't you take it? Trippi is well, proven. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, Trippi has proven in the World Cup that he could score that banging free kick as well. 100%. And I think, yeah, sorry, we'll get on to Mark straight after this because I do want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> but I do also think there's no chance if he takes Walker, James and Trippier, there's no chance Trent goes because you can't take four right-backs. Not no, with the players. No point. The pitch. Not, it's, it's, it's a waste of spaces. Yeah. I think maybe maybe you can get away with it because if they play three at the back, Walker will slide into that uh, third centre back. But then I don't really want Trent playing wing back. He doesn't normally play wing back. Do you know what I mean? Um, but we'll, I don't know. We'll see. But Mark, go ahead, mate. So I think Trent should go. Really, let's be let's, let's put it blunt here. Yeah, you've, he's the just he, on his day. If he is having just a half decent game, or if he's just having just one of his usual good games where he's putting in these ridiculous balls, he alone can win you a game. 
at right back. He can win you a game at right back. Just because the delivery, the, the tracking back, he's like Alfie said, since March, he has really, really proven all the doubt was wrong about his defensive abilities. I've watched games where I've seen him track back so fast with that. He just has like a, a burst now. That burst of agility to get in front of the player, get in front of them, get the ball, and then leave them behind and then get a really good pass out for a really good counter. He's a ball's gone flying out and he's managed to sort of turn and hit it on his left. He's not left footed, but I might I say, and get it a nice dip. He's he can do it on his right, obviously. He's right footed, he, obviously. He could do it while sprinting. He can get back. He can defend now. I think he, he's doing everything you need him to do and more. And don't, bear in mind, bear in mind, Allison scored an amazing, amazing header. But who delivered that ball? Our 95th minute with a competitive game. It was Trent. And it was a brilliant little, it dinked right into where it needed to be. And Allison finished the job. You were playing West Brom. Yeah. So what? Is it, is it, that, it's that pressure of we're playing West Brom, we should win that. Had a it was a big game. It was a big fair. game. It was a big he it was turns a big up for you can't say he doesn't turn up for big games, and he's he's someone who doesn't practice under pressure. Madrid, did he? I was about to say the same. It happens. But, uh... It happens. But you can't take one game and be like, "That's that's it. That's him now for that." His that's no, done. because he consistently is amazing. Game. He's consistently yeah, amazing. Was consistent. Until March this season, Until though, he wasn't great. I so don't. I don't think about, that. Not, I still think he's been good. We're not just talking about obviously he's been really good for the whole season, but he had one bad game. He's not been great for all season until March. But he's I still think I still game. think that's knock on effects from other injuries and different sort of adapting uh, okay. plays. So there's obviously a load to consider here, but I still don't think you could leave out a talent like Trent from don't any get game. Me wrong. He, he's a really good player, but I think yeah, like Alf said about that article, he. There isn't that that balance there between obviously being able to push forward and whip those balls in and get back and do that defensive sort of duty. And it's not going to be a case of obviously the rumours start happening a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago about him not getting in the squad and he's suddenly become, become this defensive genius and this showing <laughs> defensive masterclasses every week. But obviously he has had small improvements, but is it enough to get him into that Euro squad? I still don't think so. I also think if you're saying you're going to put him in to get you to win you a game because he can do it on his own, I think England are in serious trouble if they're relying on a right back when they've got a midfield and a attacking lineup that consists of Grealish, Mount, Kane, Rashford, potentially Greenwood, Lingard, Sterling, Foden. If you're then relying on your right back to win you a game in the 95th yeah. minute as England. With fucks. Then you're in serious trouble. But I yet. still think so, that you can't, you can't just deny his talent. He is me, an no, absolute no, project. No, 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 put him in that team, player. and yeah. I think he'll he'll thrive. Think, with those options. I think he's. I think he starts against like teams like Scotland. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Things like that. If obviously he you're against Spain, you're gonna you're gonna be like, right, we kind of want some some defense. Like you're someone who is better at defending. But like, yeah, I I think. That Gareth should take him, not use him in every Realistic. game. He doesn't Realistic. play outside the group stage. Well, well, this is this is a thing. If you if you can have a game where you can be more creative, you can keep the ball, push up for you can have that room to attack. Why not start Trent? He'll push the ball up, and you won't have that pressure of fucking you know any like any Spanish Jota coming at him 
Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're playing against a team that does need that defensive experience, by all means. I'm not saying play Trent in every single game because he's the best player alive. I'm saying Trent can be useful in a, for attacking style football. Think is, I think this tournament is going to be interesting in terms of the formation that Gareth plays because you don't need Trent to take the ball out or run with the ball because you've got and you don't want him high up the pitch because you've got Foden Grealish who Foden's probably going to start Grealish I would probably start it's between them two who starts basically and they're dribblers they're going to take the ball and push the ball up so the last thing you want is your right back to be ahead of Mount Foden or Grealish yeah you want him behind you and we can afford to probably do that whereas at the World Cup we pr we had a, a really good system and the, you know these talents weren't really flourishing at that point so we probably had to play with the five at the back and the, the wing backs going so far forward and playing so far far up the pitch whereas now you don't want them to because if if you're going to be left exposed if he's not in position and yet you've got all these midfielders pushing forward and potentially are um, attacking three as well so I think that's why you don't particularly need him and I know what you're saying about Scotland but then the games in which if he doesn't mesh with Mount he's not going to mesh with Foden and Grealish, they're going to play the odd games. So you just it, Trent just doesn't fit in that mold. Sorry to cut you off there. We, we do have we do have. Um, I think we. Like, I think what Ollie was about to say. I think we're getting a bit carried away with that conversation um, because we have got Simon and chat asking when we're going to be picking about, kids. No, oh, I, I was still going to talk about. No, I wasn't going to move on. Don't worry, man. I'm still talking about Trent. No, uh, it's, we're just half an hour in. I'm worried. You know, we still need to get through sort of like oh, no, all of we'll, our specials. We'll wrap up the news. We'll wrap up the news in a minute. Okay. Yeah, in a sec, yeah. but... uh, one, one last thing I was going to say about Trent, though, is we, we are forgetting. Obviously, this is Gareth Southgate's England team, and this is not Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool team that he's going to be playing in. Yeah. I think they're two very different sides, and they're going to be playing different way, uh, different um, styles of football. It might work really, really well in the uh, style of football that Klopp plays with Liverpool, but is it going to work how Gareth Southgate wants him to play? And he's not going to change up his whole footballing style just for sort of one tournament and be be able to do that sort of consistently throughout the tournament when he's been used to playing a certain style of football with Klopp for the last couple of years. Um, obviously, they are, as I say, they're very two, they're two very different managers, and what works with one may not work with the other. To be fair, if he's at the England squad, at least he can focus more on his Liverpool club duties. So silver yeah. lining, mate. Silver lining. Can practice crossing, can't he? Um... <laughs> Taking corners. <laughs> right, let's get into the next bit of news. The most exciting bit of news of the week is that Crystal Palace's Amazon documentary "When Eagles Dare." The trailer has dropped, and it is coming June fourth. Who is excited? I'm very excited. Been, I think it'll be a great watch. watch. I think it'll be think, a good watch. Yeah. yeah. The drama. Um, sure, there's going to be some stuff that Palace fans are going to get the piss taken out of them about. But uh, that yeah, always but happens. Every documentary, though, yeah. like, around surrounds a football team. Tottenham probably had it with um, their All or Nothing documentary. City probably had it. Um, Sunderland definitely had it with their uh, that doc uh, piss poor documentary that they made. Um, yeah, what it was called now, but yeah, but yeah, and then uh, that oh, that would be good June fourth, I suppose. But uh, apart from that, Roy Hodgson's retired. Bit of Palace news. Uh, obviously, his last game is going to be this this weekend against Liverpool. But that's him for for gracious. Well, they were good, but they were great years to be fair for for Roy. He he did actually do a fantastic job. I know I've I've been on the podcast on this podcast moaning about. Roy and and rightfully so. Like it's it's not it's been painful at times, but 
all in all, like the, with the lack of money we spent and the lack of investment in the team, I th he's done an unbelievable job. Um, and yeah, I, I think you know, fair play. Uh, thank you, thank you very much, Roy, for the uh, for the four years. You know, keeping us in the Premier League, and um, you know, setting up the first year of this academy with the first team bringing in a few youngsters and that. And uh, should be interested to see what Frank Lampard can do with the team. Uh, not official yet, but not official yet, but I'm I'm. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be him. Steve Parrish is going to throw a curveball at you guys and it's going to be someone horrendous. Nah, I, hope, I don't think so. Steve Parrish is not... Uh, he cares about the football club, unlike some yeah. owners in, of teams in the uh, chat or in some, the uh, podcast. Some? Um, <laughs> all apart all from of you. them, actually. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but just touching on that, though, Cronkay's putting some money into Arsenal. Only to pay off the 120 million loan that we took out at the beginning of COVID, though. Oh God, fantastic! Yep, you took a loan and you still had to sack your 120 million loan. You still had to sack your mascot. Disgusting. We didn't, we didn't sack him, all right. <laughs> at least you're paying your debts off. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we actually turned a profit for the first time. Uh, I think it was last year for the first time as a club we turned a profit. So bang, you know being in liquidation 10 years ago it's not too bad for a decade but um but yeah we'll uh we'll leave the palace chat there because everyone else will just be bored shitless but um <laughs> yeah so weird i just, just came across this this morning uh, it's just i just wasn't expecting this actually barnes has been arrested on suspicion of drink well he's been charged on for drink driving oh. um hours after they beat fulham and they uh you know secured their premier league uh premier league um safety for another season status is a good word um but yeah it's just a bit of a mad one burnley said they're going to do their own internal disciplinary disciplinary procedures um but yeah i mean similar what? thing happened uh, a little while ago i think it was it was on the the, the uh the news uh, list that we had a couple of weeks ago but we didn't mention it with ollie mcburney also got arrested um yeah. as so well yeah, yeah. But is this drink driving when you've had like a few too many beers like like two to three or maybe four beers and then go driving and cops recognize you and pulled you over or is this like you've you've just come back from an absolute didn't lashing have, didn't, have the, didn't have the specifics mate ah. um either way he's been caught breathalyzed and he's over yeah. the limit so yeah. yeah so no excuses i mean no. um to be fair you think think back to uh you know the first lockdown when Grealish decided to go out on the Raz. Not only did he go to a party, but he also drank drive and then crashed his car and then ran away. So I'm, I'm sure Ashley Barnes will be all right. <laughs> I was going to say, sure he's fine. But he's good at, but Grealish is really good at football and he's going to do well for England. <laughs> so we don't care about that. We turn a blind eye. <laughs> you know, what drink literally the new about? Um But yeah, well, uh, Ashley Barnes, mate, why? You, you've got such a good life, bro. Just. You know, like, sure yeah, I know. I know he's. I know he's not going to be getting paid like the sort of money you'd be getting paid at like City or something. But Still he's not going to be getting bad money at, yeah, at Burnley nah. being a Premier League player. Like, why do you have to drink and drive? He definitely gets why over fifty k a week. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. So he's he gets like paid more than enough to be able to afford an Uber home. Oh mate, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But um, but yeah, we'll leave the Ashley Barnes chat there. No one cares about Burnley. Um. So on to our last bit of news, and then we'll get on to the main bit. Uh, just quickly, Cantona, Beckham, Lampard, Gerrard, Keane and Burkham all added to the Premier League Hall of Fame. Nice. Did you see the care, video for Gerrard? Like, no, Gerrard's announcement. 
I had to look it up because I, I didn't even look at who had been announced when they. I had to look it up. No. I, 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 on the it's on the uh, video that they do, they specifically highlight one of his achievements is six times player of the month. Now I can think of a considerable amount of players that have achieved more than six time player of the month. Yeah. Um, but I'll let you think of those in your head. about four in the last six months himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, it's just pretty... I thought that was really funny that he's in it off the back of that. Right, it is. Yeah, yeah, I mean... We won't go into the Gerald debate because we've got a Manchester United <laughs> fan and we've got a Liverpool fan here and it could go on forever. Um, we've had the Gerald yeah. debate before. Oh, I mean, who cares about the Premier League Hall of Fame, innit? Like, everyone's going to be in it. Yeah. Who oh, okay. cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a matter of time before everyone's in it. Uh, I thought they were doing, like, two of... I don't know, like... I thought they were going to do year. that. I thought that's it's at just... least a decent way of doing it. Now they're just chucking everyone in. Yeah, it's just one every hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They originally um, announced Henri and Shearer, and then they said, when they announced that, Oh, well, these are the two original, the, the founding inductees of the, the Hall of Fame. Now here's a list of 23 players. We're going to put six more in. And I don't know if that's just for the first year. And then every year after that, they're only going to do one, two, three, however many they're going to do. But yeah, I think they've just, they've had to set the uh, the, the, like, the lining of the, uh, of the Hall of Fame. They at least have a couple of players in there before you start only doing like a couple because I say there's a lot of players over the last 20 25 years or whatever that definitely deserve to be recognized for something like that um and if they were only to do two a year or one a year or whatever half of these players are never ever going to be able to like get in there and, and see that sort of or get that sort of recognition um but yeah I, I do sort of I do agree with you up I don't really 100% see the point in it um it's a nice idea I guess but do you reckon they should no have just dumped loads of players in there who obviously do deserve to be in there, just dumped them all straight to begin with, and then just gone, this is how we're now going to justify putting future players in? To be completely honest, they just shouldn't have done it. What's the point? Who cares? No one gives a shit. It's not a prestigious thing in this. Like, who? no one cares. No one cares. Like, they just shouldn't have done it. No palace players. shouldn't have done it. Like, <laughs> well, I don't, who cares? No, I wouldn't no. give a shit if there was. I'd be like, yeah. all right. Um... But yeah, that's it for the news. We uh, we'll move on to the main part of the podcast, um, which is our kits. We are cho- chosen. I-, I think about seven or eight. I think we've gone roughly numbers about that. Yeah, I went of, about uh, eight. How many how many kits we like from the noughties. Um So yeah, please. We'll, we'll, I'll make- Last time I realised we were terrible at describing the kits. So for our yeah. um, people just listening. I'm really sorry about that. We we'll will try do a be much better job nice of being verbal about the kits and which ones. Yeah. Are. More descriptive. Yeah. Exactly. So who who do you want me to to raffle first? Who are we going through? Um, I, just whatever, man. Whoever's. Okay. Oh, mine. Okay. <laughs> we'll start with the first. These are mine, Alfie's. These are my uh, naughties. My favourite kits from the naughties. So we'll uh, we'll start with the first one, Mark. Please scroll How, through. I just want to double check, guys. Do you think this is uh, suitable to look? Can you? Is it sort of? Yeah, it's yeah, all good. We're all good. Yeah, I just right, want to double okay. check because last time I think it was a little hard to see the screen. So. Oh no no we're all good we're all good. So this uh this first one is the Manchester United 0506 away kit. It is the predominantly blue one with the red like lining on the sleeves and on the collar like the shoulders and the collar. Uh the Vodafone symbol the man I underrated having the badge in the middle of the shirt. Heavily underrated um design there. 
And then, uh, yeah, with obviously with the Nike, you can't go wrong with Nike as a sponsor. But um, this kit, I just remember this kit from being a kid, man. Um, always thought, obviously, Red and Blue being a Palace fan, love it. Um, but I just thought, I don't know, I think it's one of the best kit, Premier League kits Man United's ever had as an away kit. Um, but I don't know, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, um, this didn't actually make it onto my one, but I was... Good. This, this was a close one. Um, I do like this one. Um, I remember this one as a kid as well. And I think the Vodafone logo is yeah. an underrated sponsor. If it's it, a classic. It be a thing. Yeah. There's an era of sponsors that were just the mm. golden age of sponsors. Yeah. And yeah. I have a feeling a lot of the kits are obviously going to gonna showcase oh, yeah. that. But yeah. Well, I definitely the next kit does. But um, I think but doing also, these... Was... Sorry, was this the season that Ronaldo first came to United? 0506. Um, you know what? I think he came. I think he came the year before. Yeah. It's either that year or the year before. Yeah, because this I remember. Yeah, this was one of the first kits that he played in. I remember. Um, but yeah, what? What? Yeah, I just think it's a great kit, man. You can't go wrong. Like, um, I wish kits were like this now, man. There's so much worse. Yeah. Preparing these lists for me. I was just like, why can't we go back to the good old days? <laughs> I think yeah. we should definitely we should do a retro year, where every prem team wears a oh, retro. Just kit done one Oh, okay, everyone. Yeah, so yeah, every prem team wears like literally the exact same kit, not like a, a modern version of the new kit of like the uh, like one of the old kits. Literally wear the old kits. Yeah, he went one to United yeah. two thousand and three to two thousand and nine. Fair. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the first kit. Manchester United away 0506. If you're listening, give it a Google, have a look, see what you think. Uh, let us know in the comments if you think that's one of the best kits from the noise. Right. Number one means it's your favorite, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, this, this is my favorite. Bad boy, Crystal Palace 0405. Had to sneak it in because it was the only year we were in the Premier League in the noughties. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's just great. It's it's our old red. It's not as like, I think it's darker than our old red, but um, almost like nearly a claret type color. But uh, it's got the classic Churchill sponsor on it. The Churchill uh, sponsor is a classic palace it's, one. It's, it's a nice it's badge. One of the, that's one of the main sponsors that I badge. remember from the noughties. Yeah, it's got our old badge, which I really love as well. It's a nice badge. Um, and I think an, a, a kit design that you had not, not seen that often in Diodora. I've got to say that is that's an audacious kit designer and the old premier league badge on the shirt sleeve you cannot i know that's for every team at that at that point but it is, it is an absolute classic and my favorite one of my favorite palace players of all time andy johnson wearing it so you know can't go wrong there but uh what do you guys think of this kit no i think it's quite nice i like the sort of quite large blocks of stripes rather than thinner mm. stripes i think obviously back then block pattern was quite big so the whole yeah. blue and red stripes going down is quite nice and the red, uh, does it continue onto the sleeves as well, I think? What, the, the stripes? stripes? It's got no. like a, on the side, and I maybe blue as well. Underarm, I think on like the inside of the sleeve is blue and the outside is okay, red. I've just seen a little bit of blue, but I don't know if it's like, yeah. thicker. it's just thicker red, which I just, I just think is quite a nice, simple design, but effective. Yeah. 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 Nice collar as well. Yeah, I love the old baggier shirts, man. One size fits all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wicked. But I think this was the year as well we had like hooped socks and we haven't had hooped socks in forever, like the red and blue hoops all the way down. <laughs> um, yeah, it's paying. But uh, yeah, Crystal Palace, 0405. Let us know what you think. What's on for the next one? 
Chelsea, this is such wow. an underrated kit. Chelsea 0304 away. It's the white kit with the black and the blue stripe down the middle with, with the Fly Emirates sponsor in between. Made by Umbro, six sponsor. And the old Chelsea badge, which I love, which I think is way better than the new one. I yeah. do like the new one a lot. That is such a classic with just the CFC and the, the lion. Um, yeah, and this was a this was a Chelsea team that was like this was this was basically Mourinho's first season, right? Oh three, oh four, potentially. I'm think not sure. is, this, is this not Ranieri? Oh, oh yeah, I think you're right. It's Ranieri. Then it's Mourinho. Oh four, oh five. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, uh, just yeah. I remember because uh, obviously having Chelsea fans in the family. Um, remember this kit and having Chelsea fans as mates and stuff. Just remember everyone, rock, all of them rocking this kit. It was such an underrated. I think it's a, yeah, one of the best away kits they've had in a while. But um, I forget they used to be uh, sponsored by Fly Emirates as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think because Arsenal have been sponsored by them for so long, I kind of, I've just dismissed that now and I just, I forget about Chelsea having it, but yeah, that's, that's a nice kit. Yeah, I like how the stripes really reminds fade. Yeah. Oh yeah. It really just reminds me of um, Naughty's like old school football man. That the Chelsea badge is one of them things that instantly comes to my head when I think about old school football. Yeah. yeah. Going through my kit, so I was thinking about that Chelsea badge was it's, it's so superior to their new yes. one. I think. Yeah. It was yeah. very nostalgic putting my list together, looking for all the kits and stuff because I, I found a decent uh, on the Premier League website. It's got see like the year and it's got every single home and away kit for each team for that uh, for that year i was just going through it i was like oh my god there's so many memories coming back very nostalgic nice moving on to the next one yep let's go to the next one that was chelsea 0304 away kit have a look and now for another ultimate kit this yeah this, uh, it's a shame that they're not in the well is it a shame not really um, but it's a Portsmouth 0304 kit, all blue with the old, I think, is that? That's an old Portsmouth badge. They don't have that one anymore, I don't think. Uh, but it's got the uh, TY. I don't know how we, is it TY? It looks like TY, yeah. Well, I know I know that is, but is that how you say it? Was it TY or TY? I'm not, I'm whatever it is. TY, it's, it stands for, I can't remember what it stands for. It's a, yeah. like a toy. They did the Beanie Babies, oh, didn't they? did the Beanie Babies. Yeah. Uh, I just remember this Portsmouth team back in the day it was Premier League. It was just, yeah, it was just sick. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, there was they had another one where they had the uh, the blue and the gold yeah. on them when they had like Pedro Mendes, all them boys back in the day. Um, Yakubu, I want to say, was it Yakubu they had? They have Glenn Johnson on that one as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Have he, but, um, he's, he's volley, left foot volley. Oh mate, what a goal! But. Um, yeah, I think I I just really like this kit, man. Yeah, have a look at it. Portsmouth 0304. There's not much to say about it. It's a very limited design, but it's mainly the sponsor, if I'm being honest, that does it for me. Um, it's just a sick sort of looking sponsor to have on a shirt. But yeah, uh, yeah. What's the uh, kin ma kit manufacturer. I was just having a look. Is it Feeler? I don't know. It's definitely not Feeler. No, it's not Feeler. Uh, it kind of looks no like idea. an old um, uh, what's it called? Rebot. Oh no! I was gonna say. Let, oh no! It's not. It, it costs all That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna see if my uh, Google lens picks up what it is. You know what I don't like about that sponsor, and I was looking at this shirt, and now I'm looking at it again. I think I've realised what it is. It looks like that sponsor is way too high and way too close to the badges. Yeah, everything is very compact, it's isn't it? Yeah, and then the rest here, basically. Empty. Yeah. 
No, that's a fair, that's a fair point. But uh, I think a lot of uh, teams are guilty of that, though, in these naughty zeros. I think because the shirts were so baggy, um, for them to actually look where they were supposed to be, they had to be quite high up and close together. Whereas these days, obviously, they're all wearing skin tight shirts, so they can be sort of as a, like it can be sort of each uh, badge can be placed a little bit more spread out. Definitely. But uh, but yeah, that's one of my yeah top shirt. Oh three oh four Portsmouth home. Mark, on to the next one, my man. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just a classic shirt. 0506, Wigan home, JJB sponsor. You love to see it. Again, badge in the Good middle sponsor. of the shirt. Doesn't happen anymore. Man like Jimmy Bullard wearing it. Um, I just remember this. Uh, this was uh, Valencia was it this team, wasn't it? Antonio Valencia before he came to you guys. Um, I think. Was that right, Wigan? Bards? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Antonio Valencia. Yeah, was he uh, Wigan? Yes. He was a Wigan. Yeah. Um, he came to us, obviously, when Ronaldo left. So yeah. he might have... I don't know if he went... I don't know when he went to Valencia. The thing is, with Wigan, all their kits look so similar, didn't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the... Yeah, I mean, the JJB sponsor on that is... It's wicked. God. RIP JJB, oh, eh? Nice. Mm. Oh, no. Another... Yeah, that's where all, all us lot went to go get our boots back in the day. I like that. Days that sort of panel at the top as well and then it's sort of the blue and white stripes it separates yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice it's sort of what palace tried to do but just we did it way fucking worse this season um, <laughs> yeah fair enough but and then yeah i just remember this wigan team being so fun that season they finished pretty high i think they finished like seventh or something or like wow. sixth. i can't remember as well it's not the uh, it's not the new yeah, modern the old, old badge as well yeah um but yeah, I just remember this team being so fun, and this kit um, is one of the first ones that I remember when I talk about like noughties footballers and that. Is this Steve Bruce era Wigan? Or I think was he there afterwards? I think it was Steve Bruce era. But I'm trying to think who else they had around this time as well as their manager. Um... No, I don't Paul know. Paul Jewell, wasn't it, or something? Oh, Paul Jewell. That is it. Yeah, Paul Jewell, mate. Yeah, that's a name. You haven't heard. Of, you know when you haven't heard a name in forever. Bloody hell! Um, <laughs> what what a throwback! Um, it's like Martin Yole. That's another guy that's a throwback. Oh, Lord, Martin uh... Yole. Um, but yeah, we're, Wigan 0506. Pretty nice kit, to be fair. Um, yeah, on to the next one. I think is that yeah. I think this might be the last one. Another Chelsea kit 0607. It is like the luminous yellow one with when they moved to Samsung Mobile. I think it's one of the first years they would have had Samsung Mobile. New badge. Uh, the new Chelsea badge as well, um, and yeah, it's got the weird like sort of lines on it as well um, on the uh, top and then down the sides. I just remember watching this, uh, watching them play in the Champions League with it, and when it had the Champions League badge on it, it looked sick as well. Um, but yeah, I, I just I like the audacity of having a, a luminous yellow kit. It, it's so horrible. It's nice. Um, this is when they they went sort of like ultra modern. They they revamped everything. So when they changed up the sponsor, like you say, and they've uh, changed up their uh, modernised their their logo as well, uh, their badge. It's quite like the Adidas in the middle there. Yes, it's it's a good shirt, man. I think I had this shirt, but um, but yeah, it was a uh, yeah a good time for Chelsea as well. Future Palace uh, manager on on the screen as well. Future Palace manager on the screen. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But uh, but I think that's it for my kids. Yeah. The Chelsea last one was. It? Oh no. Uh so that last one was a Chelsea 0607. Go and check it out. It's a very, very audacious and very, very nice the kit. Awake. This one purely on the uh, sponsor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
it's just a great sponsor. This is the Wolves 0304 home kit. Um, with Dorito sponsor. You just... just love to see you it. haven't seen Outrageous. that since. And it's just a sick sponsor. That's purely the reason it's in here. I can't say any other reason why I like it. Um, actually, the collar's quite cool with the thing at the yeah. front and then the actual collar. But, mate, yeah, that is just the... Uh, it's not a horrible orange green. as well. Sometimes you think no, orange, you think horrible cup. It's actually really nice, like blood orange or a dirty orange. Yeah, and it and it's it's like a Dorito um, cheesy yeah. orange matches matches Tangy that flavor. Tangy cheese orange, which uh, yeah. So I've, yeah, just a Dorito sponsor did it for me. Put it over the top. Uh, yeah, that's it. Check. That's definitely it. I think. Yeah, that is it. That is it. Wolzo three hundred four is the last one. But yeah. Okay. So that was uh, that was mine. Okay, well, good good selection. I, I don't think I had any on there that you had. Oh, nice. Which is nice. Right, um, take us through yours. Mark. Okay, so my selection, I've gone for a different design, as you can <laughs> probably see. Uh, so, Man City 09 to 10. Uh, it was obviously 09, so... Uh, it's fine. Okay, yeah. cool. We're, we're allowing it. it. So this one I picked because I just like the cleanness, the clean finish on this as well. Um, it's really nice sky blue, as we all know, Man City love to rep. I just thought it just shouts Man, Man City as well. I just really liked it. It's just nice, yeah. simple, just good. It was them on the turn, wasn't it, as they were starting to get yeah. good. It's yeah, just funny like, as yeah, well because funny. they've got the old badge, haven't they, on there. Yeah. But for such a, that's a, to me, that's a modern kit being 2010. 2010 yeah. was only last year, wasn't it? So, um, wasn't that long ago. Um, so it's funny that they've had their modernization quite late, on. almost. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I picked it yeah, purely because it's just a nice clean finish, and um, yeah, it was that blue that everyone recognizes with Man City. Of course, there's going to be a few of these, but this is the Liverpool 09 and 10 kit. Um, it's the away kit it's the black one. It's the, so it's the, yeah, it is their away kit, uh, black and gold with that red stripe as well and the badge. Ooh, Again, yeah. another one with the Adidas in the middle and that classic Carlsberg sponsor. That's the best sponsor I've ever had. I was Carlsberg. just, every single time I was in Carlsberg, Carlsberg, candy I was like, one. the candy paint is nice, yeah. Candy is, that's Carlsberg, man, that's the... Candy's yeah. the retro one, Carlsberg's the classic. And then the standard chart is just modern. But yeah, no, I picked, picked this one because black and gold, just it's just such a good combo. Um, Bayern Munich got a new kit out, black and gold as well. Away kit, I think they've got. Nice. Oof, it is dirty. And <laughs> it made me, it just sort of reminded me of this where it's got that black and gold. And uh, no, it just works really well. And yeah, no, it's, it's probably, it is up there as one of my favorite kits, but you'll see some more going forward. All right, so that was, yeah, Liverpool 09. 02. West uh, Brom, 09. And then the reason why I really like this one was because there was no sponsor. It's just, yeah, it's just navy just and club, white stripes. Umbro, yeah. navy and white stripe. I like the collar. Uh, sleeves are nice. Um, it's, just, it's just, yeah, it's just simple. It's plain. It's just brilliant. I just really like it. I mean, obviously, we, we on this podcast, we do like our sponsors. And we do, you know, like the classic sponsors and stuff like that. But I just think... If so... anyone wants to sponsor us, we will love you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah you know, we will wear you on t-shirts. Yes. But no, I, I, I picked this purely because it is just different from what you see. It has no sponsor. It is just a nice, plain West Brom shirt. I just quite liked yeah. it. Good. 
Did no one want to sponsor them that year? Oh, or? Oh, oh. I don't know, mate. I actually should have looked into that. I have no idea. Uh, moving on to the next one, Man City 0708. Now, I really like the purple that they used for this. I think purple is a hard colour to sort of get down with at some part times, but I think City did a good job with this one. And I also don't mind the sponsor as well. Questionable. Classic. Que question I think it's questionable. I think if it was just Thomas Cook, fine. ThomasCook.com. Oh, you're not a fan of the dot .com? Dot .com, I don't know, because I was like, oh, ThomasCook.com. I, like, okay, I was like, that was random. But well, no, I think the collar is also really nice. Uh, again, another sleek, simple design with that sort of white pinstripe going down on top of the purple, I think just works really nicely. But yeah. Huh. yeah. I just thought it worked quite clean. I'm not sure if you guys feel the same, if you sort no, of like... It's similar to the one they had, well, I had in my one for the 90s kits, because they had a similar one back then when they had the brother sponsor. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's nice, man. But yeah, as you say, badge in the middle is a winner for me. Yeah, that's um, also a good one. Just looks sick. Um, but yeah, I like purple, man. Like Fiorentina, I've always liked Fiorentina's kits. Um, purple's always, I think it's a nice color, man. You can do a lot with I it. I think you can go really wrong with purple, though, if you don't get it right. Hmm. Yeah, you have to make sure the um, the secondary color is yeah yeah, is yeah. Good. It, it can it, clash yeah. really hard. Usually, just people Make just do it with white. But um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, Man City 0708. I love yeah. it. The purple one. Moving on, we have a Liverpool 0708. Now this is sort of similar to that Chelsea kit I realised with the um, those like yeah, what was it? I don't know what to call accent. them. There's like those little hook thingies or the the, the yeah, accents the, on them. The accents, yeah. That's it. Accents. It's, but it's, um... I'm not a big fan of this one, Mark. Are you not? Oh, see, I quite nah. like it. It's my white and red with the green Carlsberg. I just think it's a nice kit. Yeah. I think the colours, the, the colours, like they pop, but like a white kit, I, I'm a bit. Yeah, I, I think the like red accents kit. bring it down a bit. I think I don't mind like the red stripes because the Adidas stripes or whatever down yeah. the arms, but I'm not a big fan of the, the red sort of uh, that goes around like the chest and like the hips and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it would it would have been nicer. It would be a lot cleaner without it. That Probably. green Carlsberg logo is unbelievable. It's nice. <laughs> no other way to describe it. It's so nice. It's just <laughs> yeah. green. It's you think it'd be really garish and horrible, but yeah, it just sits. I think oh, gets. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, also... I really liked it. I, I've I've liked this kit for a while, and I have been looking at buying it purely because yeah, that Carlsberg. I think. Well, they'll point out that Carlsberg, it, I believe, is sort of that main attraction there, because usually you're used to seeing it as white, but green mm. on white, it just really, it just really like it. And again, the Adidas in the middle, nice, good little, good little piece there as well. But yeah, Liverpool 0708. It was nice. Yeah, it is nice. Without the red bits, I think I'd be. I'd That's really fair. Like that. I think if you actually took those red accent bits, the little hooky things away, that would would probably pull more into like a. 2010s section if you know what i mean the style of it but yeah i get what you mean to be fair uh now uh one for one for h representing reading 0607 right i'm gonna have to represent yeah so i've recently been playing them as a fifa club and career on playstation which most people know because i've said pretty much sure i've said it every time i've been on i just really like this again it's it's what i think is a simple simple kit done nicely this probably isn't the best image but i couldn't find a better image without sort of it being sort of pixelated or weird or just not the full kit but obviously it looking a bit more if it looked a bit more natural it just looks like a nice classic 0607 
t-shirt. I really like the blue, and obviously you can't go wrong with pairing that with white. Quite like to see Puma, Puma on there as well. It was nice. And what is that, a Russian sponsor or something? It's like a Russian sponsor? I have no idea. Whatever it was, it's not horrible. It's actually all right. <laughs> I quite like it. Um, Yosira, I think it's called. I don't know. Oh, oh uh, just had that backwards, oh, that weird sort of shape. It looked a bit Russian, so I was like, oh, it's got a nice. I like the font. It's quite cool. But yeah, uh, Redding 0607. I think for that one, sorry, oh, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one, I think it's weird the fact that one of the, the top of one of the sleeves is blue and the other one's white, but it's. Mm. Oh, good spot. Worked. Oh, my God. I did not even clock yeah. that. That's the thing. Like, they're two different colors, but, but yeah, it kind of works strangely. Do you reckon. The back, no, the back is still blue. You can see on the back of the collar there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even clock that, Ollie. Good eye. Fair. Know, uh, so that's the Reading 0607 kit. Moving on. Chelsea's 0506. The mainly blue and white, but then there's that, got that gold bit on the shoulders and that gold ombro. Again, a clean kit. I love a clean kit. And it's just looking clean. Like with that Samsung. The new badge, which obviously we said we prefer that old one. But I just really like the blue. I really like the touch of gold as well. Especially you got at the bottom, you can see the little slits of gold there. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. Nice yeah, I really like this one. I actually think this one is in my one as well. Um, but yeah, it's those gold accents. And obviously it's synonymous with such a good team. Um, yeah. It's just a strong kit, I think. Yeah. I think all round, it's not cluttered. It's similar to, if you took the lines away on that Liverpool kit, it would look a lot better. And this one doesn't go OTT on the lines, but it's just got those good accents on the on the shoulders. And I think it does have some on the sides. But yeah, very nice. Nice. And this is one more. West Ham oh, United 0102. Dr. Dr. Martins. You stole with a... my one, Mark. It's going to happen. Uh, you know, you could have gone first, to be fair. This is, why, this is what I asked you if you wanted to cross-reference your ones with, with everyone else's, Mark. But well, too late, too late, isn't it? <laughs> so, Ollie will probably want to explain a bit yeah, more when it gets to him. Yeah. But no, purely, right, I didn't really... The colour scheme, I think, is quite a, a bit of a classic. But it was the Dr. Martin sponsor that did it for me, to put it bluntly. I was like, that's cool. I like it. And it's not boring. It's yeah, It goes up a little bit at the end. It's little things like that, and I was like, "Yeah, it's going on. It's going on the list." But yeah, that was well, the West Ham United. It's meant to be like a, a shoe, isn't it? As yeah. you sort of put your foot down the heel, and then obviously as your yeah, your, your toes go down. Yeah, it's just a nice little yeah. touch. Um, I quite like it. Oh my it. god, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one looking at these kits? You know, you know what? Um, as well about those kits, the Dr. Martin's like logo. It was so it was like three D on the kits yeah. and like spongy. It yeah. wasn't a, like a stuck-on sort of logo. Um, so as a kid, I was always picking it off, obviously, and then ruining my <laughs> retro shirts. But <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I love that kit. It's a very nice kit. It's good. Feeler. Shout out to Feeler. Don't know if there's any more. Chelsea 0102. Uh, this yeah, one actually has player. the old badge. I, did, Alf, did you have this one, maybe? Or did you have like a no, white one? No, I had the uh, white one with the blue. Uh, and the I favoured the blue. Again clean look really like the collar it's got the old badge with that fly emirates and you haven't got anything on the sleeves so it really drives home just blue and white chelsea simple clean and that's yeah i think that might have been the last one i think there might have been one from 2000 is there two more well there's two more slides at the bottom anyway 
Arsenal 0102. Now I really like this one purely again for the sponsor. I like the colour as well, like sort of the whole style of it, but that Sega. It's a lovely a sponsor. sponsor. That's a yeah, great our, sponsor. Our home kit our home kit that season had the Dreamcast um sponsor as, as a, instead of the yeah, Sega. Yeah, I saw. I went with Sega though, just because I liked yeah. I just preferred that Sega one. It's just got a nicer font. It's got That's kinda sick. Yeah, but um it's not it's like a what? It's like a dirty yellow or a gold. It's, I think it comes through yeah. as gold. Uh, I really like. I also do like those panels at the bottom with that red accent as well come along because it does match the badge a bit better. It's like the, it's like the armpit kind of panels. Yeah, on. yeah. It, it just ma it, I think it goes well with the badge um, and the sort of a, you know it, there's a clear theme going through this as well. So again, another old school badge before we modernize. Yeah, it. yeah, another old school badge. Uh, so that is the Arsenal 0102. I, I do think there's just one more. Ah, oh, yeah, Liverpool 00 to 01. Badge in the middle, sponsor, That's with a nice collar, and it's just red. It reminds me of Michael Owen, that. Mm. But yeah, yeah again... Yeah, this screams Robbie Fowler to me. Again, this oh, is yeah. just another yeah, yeah. kit. I think you guys can now shop for football kits for me, because it's clear that I just like a clean, like, <laughs> clean kit. Because again, this one was just like, it's clean, it's simple. You can't beat that Carlsberg sponsor. Badge in the middle, with a collar as well. I just think. You guys have a, it's a slightly different badge, isn't it? Obviously, you've got the, the whole... Um, yeah, it's got like it. a whole shield. Yeah. And obviously, there's no kit sponsor on it as well. Mm. Yeah. I just, think, I just really liked it. I think that was my last one. Yeah. That was my last one. Nice. nice. So, we are there. That's a good collection of kits there, man. So, we'll do OGs now. Bang. OGs, all these kits. Love, oh, lovely little uh, visual, Ollie. You know me, mate. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's your first one. Oh, maybe not. You might have ticked it. Oh, yeah. I scrolled. Here it is. The Arsenal away 0708 kit. But it's like, it is, uh, in real life, it's like a, an off whitey sort of colour. And as you can probably see a bit more on the, on the picture on the right hand side, there's actually like small bits of writing near the bottom and in the middle and near the top. Um, there's like, it kind of, it's sort of striped. Um, but there's like really oh, yeah. um, small bits of writing that you can't really properly see. But I had this shirt. Um, I think I, I, I got bought it when I was uh, in Turkey one year. It was from a Turkish market. Obviously, it wasn't real. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I used to love that shirt. It was so nice. Um, again, very clean. Um, obviously, uh, again, it's not. We've not gone for the, our usual sort of red. Gone for the sort of the, the whole burgundy sort yeah, of color. Yeah, white and burgundy is a nice little combo there. Yeah, I also saw we there was a, a concept kit for I think last year that someone put online of it was kind of like the, the new Arsenal kit, but it was done in this design. Um nice. it looks so so nice. It was a picture of Urzel wearing it and I was a bit like oh RIP. Awkward. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, really nice clean kit. Um one of the first years we had uh, Fly Emirates as well. Yeah. Cesc Fabregas as well before uh, before he went. The boy Cesc. Nice, good kit. Oh, was that Arsenal away? Two seven to oh seven oh eight. Nice. Yeah. Again, same one that Mark just had the West Ham home um, two thousand and one to two thousand and two kit. We've got uh, Joey Boy, Joe Carwell in the uh, wearing it as well there. Um, That's yeah. It. Just like Mark said, it's a really nice sort of clean kit. Really, um, I love the feel of logo. I love the Doc Martens logo. Yeah, everything about it. I do like West Ham's old badge as well. 
um, yeah, the colors pretty sick as well. Um, my brother used to have this top. Um, I remember stealing it off him a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, lovely kit. Lovely, lovely kit. And that's the West Ham Home 0102. Oh, you've yeah. got to love Claret oh, Blue. Chelsea wow, away yeah. 2006 to 2007. We've got lovely black kit with the, the white pinstripes. Um, obviously, it's got sort of the, the blue accents sort of going around the, like the sides and the arm as well. I just think this is it's so nice. It's, it's slightly different for Chelsea as well. They didn't really do too many um, like quite dark kits. I think this is obviously coming um, from an era of when they were having sort of like white away kits and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it just looks really really just neat and tidy i like um, that it looks very smart as well i think the pinstripes make it really smart i like the fact that they kind of went for the chelsea logo to be in the same color as like all the accents as well the kind of like gray kind of color they grayed out their badge uh it's just something a bit yeah. different that you don't really see too many clubs doing these days a lot of them could have obviously yeah, just changed a, a different sort of kit but the badge will always be the same they've gone for something slightly it's different not, here it's a nice collar now it's actually quite a nice collar as well I yeah like it's not really flat very well yeah it's a it's yeah, nice collar obviously got the the big man drogba um big wearing it as well there about to hoof that ball it looks like hoof yes nice. lovely <laughs> Arsenal right. away, oh, yeah. two thousand and five to six. Of course, I'm not a huge fan of like oh, yellow. Oh no, this is sick. But this is so nice. In all honesty, I was very tempted to stick every single Arsenal kit from the Northern <laughs> era in this. That's some really strong ones. I'm not gonna lie. We we had the nicest kits of the Northern era, bar maybe. And you probably do now. Yeah, we do. We've always done quite nicely with kits. Our Puma era wasn't um, my pr our proudest era, but yeah, we are <laughs> naughties. We smashed it with our kits. We were so, it was so so good. Um, obviously, the classic O2 sponsor as well. Arsenal badge in the middle. Um, this, along with um, another kit that you'll see soon, was just yeah a, a very classic pairing. It's quite um, a nice our... yellow as well, though. Even though yellow can sometimes be a bit too daring like we saw with that chelsea kit quite a fluorescent yellow but it just worked i think yeah. it, i think it also works quite well here because well the, bl the black sort of like we always say the black accents are actually coming in quite nicely yeah well, i think they're actually gray um you are they gray yeah oh okay they do look a bit gray actually, they, they match like the shorts in the uh, picture they're kind of like uh, a gray yeah. kind of color like a weird um, matte black gray in the champions league final am i right we did, we did indeed. Yeah. We wore this in the Champions League final. Um, that was a, a momentous occasion. Um, yeah, sad. Uh, I like the badge in the middle as well. Yeah, a good sponsor it, it as well. Nice. Classic. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's similar to what you guys said about obviously about the the Liverpool kit and the Chelsea kit with the, sort of the accents coming around. I think that was very popular at the time. Clearly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, this is yeah, lovely, lovely. Kit. At the moment, we're seeing a lot of patterns like background patterns on kits aren't we with all the new ones coming through yeah. Yeah. which is like not bad it's like the city paisley oh. kit and all that yeah but anyway i've got a sneeze coming so if you see me dart off <laughs> just sneeze mate it's just like embrace it just it's embrace stuck. it you've already told it's us about stuck. it you've already told us no, about this carry thing. on carry on carry on <laughs> i joined so that's the arsenal yeah, away oh five oh six yeah nice wow. this is every time i look at this kit i think cristiano ronaldo 
Fair. Uh, you just have to. It's such a, it's an iconic kit, I think. Um, with they've got obviously the the gold Premier League badge uh, on the arms as well. Uh, obviously after they won the Premier League the year before, um, the AIG classic uh, logo as well at the front. Very just like we've been saying a few times this podcast. It's very clean, very neat, neat and tidy. Really, it Bardell, just I'm sure perfectly. I'm sure Bardell um, would. Do you have this one? Um, I don't actually have this one on my one. Oh, okay. Um, but what do you think about um, it? I I do like this kit. I just there was just something missing on this kit. But I I think AIG is such an underrated sponsor. Yeah, I I mean sponsor. I mean I've I've got this kit. I've still got this kit. And yeah, it's so synonymous with uh with Ronaldo. And of course, we won the Champions League in it. Um, yeah. Unlike Arsenal. And <laughs> oh, <there> so, <laughs> No, I do no, like it. It is a, it's a nice red. I do like that you got that that pattern at the top. Yeah, I was going to say the stripe comes out uh, sort of, on there as well. But it's not like a different cut. It's, I don't know. Is it like the stitching? It's like a stitched pattern there, where it sort of goes thin and sort of comes out and spreads out outwards. There, yeah. it's quite nice. It is it's very nice. Yeah, as I say, every time I look at it, I just think of Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. Was that the same year that he scored that worldy free kick against Portsmouth? Yeah. Yeah, no. I think that's the. Oh yeah, no, yeah. isn't that the one yeah, where he's got the shield around the badge? That is. That is no, that has no, 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 no. The that, it, it, I think that's the, the picture. No, no, the one where he's got the white shield around the badge. Oh right, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's the. I'm pretty sure that's the picture in which he done it. Oh, oh okay. Just banged yeah, it yeah. in, turned. Just he, he does that, and then I think, uh, I think Ferdinand or something just just hugs him. Yeah, but good kit, good choice, that. I'm seeing a lot of kids come through. Actually, I was—I didn't realize how many there were. Yeah. <laughs> and here we have Newcastle's second most famous player after Alan Shearer, Santiano Munez <laughs> from the uh, the film Goal. Yeah. Uh, Great. Film. Great film. This is a this is a very just a classic uh, Newcastle kit. That Northern Rock sponsor as well. It's very much the sponsor or well, sponsor I grew up with being on that Newcastle kit for the majority of the time. Um again, yeah, it's very clean and it's, it's nice kit. Everything's perfectly symmetrical with it and it all just looks really nice. Um I also kinda like the, the, the black collar that they did on it. Um I have a question. Yeah. In the picture he's got long sleeves but the bottom, on the right it's got short sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Which one which one would you favour? Long sleeve. I I do prefer long sleeve yeah. top okay. general. To so I was honest. looking at that and I was thinking, oh, it wants long sleeve. I was like, oh, I really like the long sleeve one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the, the kit design more than the the sleeve length in in all honesty. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, sleeves are the design as well. <laughs> but yeah, very nice clean kit. I like the fact that the Adidas, um, like the stripes down the arm, kind of it goes very well. Considering the whole kit is black and white stripes, so the whole kit's an Adidas kit. Yeah, yeah, true. The whole kit is just Adidas. Yeah, one big Adidas sponsor. Yeah. Nice. I think we're yeah, moving on. Home, two thousand three and four. Here we go. We have the Man City home kit. So this this is the the home kit of the uh, from two thousand seven to eight. This is the home version of the uh, of the away kit that Mark was talking about earlier, the, the purple one. Was it you, Mark? Your yeah, one? yeah, the purple one. Um, yeah, again, this is just uh, the, the classic, that sort of baby blue, that, that uh, city blue that they have. Um, lovely, lovely cover uh, color, and the, the, the white the white pinstripes they've got on there. 
Um, I, I do quite like that Thomas Cook uh, sponsor. Um, I'm not sure if it would have probably been maybe a little bit better without the .com, but I don't really see anything wrong with it. Um, it, I, it does just remind me of City, I have to say. Um, Robinho played in that kit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It's um, been Johnny era as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All uh, man. But yeah, so I like quite... Richard it's weird Dunn. that you see... Yeah. It's weird that you see the, uh, the, the kit sponsor up here on like the shoulder. As opposed to, I like it. Hmm. I think it's Jets. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You don't see it very often. Oh, I miss the Coxport teeth. The Coxport teeth haven't done, haven't sponsored a kit in a while. They can't. They probably don't have the money to be able to do Premier League football kits these days. But um, yeah, but I just think it's a really nice, um, nice kit. Nice, nice. So City 0708 home kit, lovely. Yeah. And then here we have nice. The greatest Premier League kit of all times, the burgundy kit, uh, home kit for Arsenal 0506, our last season at the Highbury. That burgundy kit with the gold 02 sponsor, it's got the badge right in the middle. I think everything about it is just gorgeous. I love it. Keep going, two seconds. I love it so much. It's just, it's a legendary kit for me as well. Every time I think of it, I think of um, Henri, to be honest. That picture of him, so there, right there, is just yeah, everything I, I'm I are you wearing up. it? I am, yes. <laughs> I've just clocked, and you're also wearing yep. the kit. Yep. I was gonna ask Probably about that Nike sponsor, viewers. but you've clearly, you've clearly <laughs> yeah. got the Nike sponsor on there as well. Yeah, yeah, the Nike sponsor again. Do you know what? As well, nothing is breaking that kit up, as in, there's the continuity, no the continuity of that yeah. is just yeah. seamless. Solid, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, the kit, the kit, the picture on the right hand side doesn't have the Nike uh, logo on it, but obviously, you can see on the picture yeah. with on me, yeah, it yeah, does yeah. have the Nike logo. Um, the one I'm wearing also has it here. Um, obviously, we've got uh, it's, he's got the um, uh, Champions League badge on his arm as well. Um, not the captain's arm on the other side, but yeah, everything <laughs> about that kit I think is just it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous nice, that kit. is sleek, that is a clean kit. Yeah, I, I had uh, this shirt, I had Reyes. RIP, but I had, uh, yeah, Reyes. Yeah. It was a lovely shirt, to be fair. Yeah, I had on Ray on the back of mine. I nice. Had to, had to be done. But <laughs> yeah, no, every time I think about Naughty's football, this is, yeah, one of the first kits that comes into my head. Good times. Uh, it was nice to obviously have a like a, a farewell kit to the, for Highbury as well, um, before similar thing to what Chelsea did with a bit of a revamp. Um, obviously, we, we modernised after we moved to the Emirates. So he yeah. changed up the whole kit, um, got a new um, sponsors, everything like that, and new stadium. I think, yeah, gorgeous kit. I love it. Mm, that's a good one. That's Damage a good anyone one. to beat it. Well, oh, last but surely not least, we have our guest coming in with a kit. Oh, there we go. Is this one here? But we'll go up to here. And I think this should work. Whoa. Oh, with the graphics. Whoa. Whoa. That's a very naughty's graphic that I like it. Yeah, it was. Look at that reflection. I didn't go for it. You couldn't quite make it 3D. <laughs> but I got the shadows in, so that's all good. I, nice. As well, I may not have for the visual viewers. That's the only animation, so don't get excited. <laughs> and I did it on my lunch break, so that's why you've not got as nice a background. But it's better than mine. I'm ready to go into it. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, the uh, turn of the millennium, the um, 
Liverpool Carlsberg Reebok um, design with similar pinstripes as well. The, the, those pinstripe features will come up on a kit um, a bit later, or is similar. But um, yeah, I think that's just a really iconic kit. Again, it's that, it's that logo, but you can see how massive that logo is Huge. on that particular kit. Yeah, um, the Carlsberg one. Um, how baggy again, the shirt is! It's so baggy. Jeez. Yeah, even the shorts. Man, like, it's good. I, I like it though. It's the the collar's nice on that. Hmm. Um, and whilst you have got the pinstripe design on the shoulders, it's still very clean and crisp. Yeah. So if I'm going to give Liverpool credit, I guess I'll give them credit for that one kit. That one kit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and obviously, this is probably going to be the best kit ever sorry because three people have chosen it it's the west ham one again west ham um, 0102 yeah, it's the only nice. reason i it's didn't nice. sorry the only reason i didn't put this in is because i knew one of you guys would put it in i didn't realize <laughs> i should have put it in because now would have been a full know. house yeah you know what as well i was going through them because i saw this one and i thought well you know what west ham their color scheme does not change from claret and blue this is just i don't know it's just a stand standout winner among the kits that they've done um, and I do really like Feeler as a sponsor. I mean, the Feeler badge is pretty sick anyway. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they made some good kits. I, I don't think I put it in, but an honourable mention will be their white kit with a pinstripe claret. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't that know if you remember that one. I couldn't warrant putting uh, two West Ham kits in my uh, thing. The only one that I could have <laughs> more than one of was Arsenal. And that was only because I decided not to have every Arsenal kit on there. But... Um, yeah, lovely kit. So that's obviously that's the Doctor Martin's one for anyone who's listening. That we've all sort of, apart from Alf, but I think Alf will give it an honourable mention for his one, I guess. And yeah, it would have been on there, but I just yeah, like I predicted, uh, I didn't realise everyone would have it. I thought at yeah. least one person yeah would have it's it fair. in there. So I didn't put it in mine. But yeah, and a... that West Ham badge as well. That West Ham badge is just got their yeah. new one sucks. Mm, it's good. <laughs> the new one sucks. Oh yeah, it's oh, terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Obviously, yeah, this is a as a classic. It's the Arsenal one that we just mentioned. And oh five oh six one. Not much yeah. more I can really say about it because the Arsenal fan has covered it. Ollie's covered it. It's just clean and the collar's good. And it's just you know we've got two different pictures of Henri wearing it, so you know it was iconic for him. Yeah. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Mark chose this one. Yep. Um, but it's it's a nice kit. It's Chelsea 0506 with the gold accents. But again, it was the it's it's the team behind it as well. But it's just fresh. It is a, it's a nice looking kit. I mean, the gold Umbro logo as well. Yeah. It's not overpowering. The badge for a new badge, it's not even that bad. It's quite a nice badge. Um, and yeah, it's 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 solid. It's I mean, I did I did show this one, but I didn't show it with anyone actually wearing it. And now that you can sort of it will obviously whoever's watching can see that you know what it looks like in fit those gold bits just look even better have you got a thing about joe cole as well oh mate you know Teacher. what i love joe cole, joe cole as a kid actually i actually yeah, think no, about it i did class player, player. yeah class player. yeah it's a good kit right. chelsea 0506 yeah now this is what i was saying about the red stripes or the pinstripes on the first full kit but yeah i loved this kit as a kid and i had this and i think i had um ronaldo on the back and what you can't see on this but on the reverse that it had like um it's a man united 0607 kit by the way you see a black away kit but it had um 
some red trailing from the neck down and at the bottom coming up like sort of straight down the spine but it didn't meet and it was uh yeah it was just a nice detail on the back really but i love this kit so much i think with the white shorts it looks good manu have had a few black kits in the past and i was trying to figure out what one like i like the most i had had a rooney one from like i think it was the 04 0304 um but this one this one was just my favorite i've been, I've been a big lover of like black and red like since this kit i think it's so even um... on even on Gone. I was gonna say this, like, just as a bit of a joke. This does that kit does make them look like the villain of the Premier League for like oh six oh seven. <laughs> it's just not in a bad way, in like a cool villain way. Like, it, it is a nice kit. It's like black. Mm. It is kind of cold. It just makes them look like the villain of some sort of like football film. Mm. One this kit influenced when I was going on. Gone. I was gonna say one thing I did notice when I uh, was going through all these kits is two thousand nine to ten season. I'm going to say 50% of the Premier League had like a black or navy away kit. Like so many clubs did, it was ridiculous. It was just the fashion back then. Obviously, I know this is a couple of years before that. Um, but yeah, it's just something I picked up on when I was going through and looking at them. So many clubs, at least half of them had yeah black or navy kits um, for their away kit, which I thought was just yeah, a bit interesting, really. You don't really see it that often, happen that often. And for, every well half the teams to have it it's a it's a bit odd bit of a coincidence really mm. i feel like yeah. the uh, I mean, the home kit for this this uh, that season was unbelievable it might be the, um, that was the red one wasn't it that was a red, red one i thought it was the red one with the white shield no that was the year before because the year before we had a white one. Oh, this you know what actually this might be our third kit think about it now we had a white away kit because I had, but I had that one on the shield season. It was that one. We had a white version of that one. Yeah, because I remember that home kit for me is my favourite United home kit. This might be a third kit actually, but um, this influence as well, like the colour scheme of the black and red, influenced me playing, me customising a lot of characters that require on like games and that, like my Halo character, black and red all the time, mate. Nice, nice. Loved it. <laughs> anyway. Oof, oof, yeah. This nearly made it onto mine. <laughs> this went on mine because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what on earth? But I mean, I like the... Kind of sick. I don't yeah. think... I, yeah, I quite like that. I like the colours don't clash at all when they should. So it's the Newcastle 06, 07 um, away kit. I was trying to find someone wearing this kit. So it, I hope they played in it. This I is the only reason it. it didn't make it into my list because I couldn't find a player wearing it. So I thought, you know yeah. what, I'll pick another kit. Uh, it's uh, it's nice. The northern logo, uh, rock logo, is um, much more prominent. It's a lot more thicker. But yeah. the burgundy's nice. The gold stripes are nice. The blue's nice on it. It's it's a very weird kit for a Newcastle kit. Um, it's even got that weird, like, um, like you know, what was it? The Adidas something. That, you know, the bit on the the sleeve on the right hand side. Oh yeah, the yeah, ball was it? I can't remember what Adidas. It was like a sub thing that Adidas did. I cannot remember the name of it, but yeah, that just reminds me of the noughties era so much. I always thought that was linked to their football because they did the football for the world cup yeah it was it was it might have been yeah oh yeah that was yeah it must have been for the uh germany world cup 2006 yeah the, in, the infamous ball that spanned too much oh. and uh no oh, one yeah. no one had to had a chance to train with it and all that sort of jazz but, oh, yeah, yeah this is a solid kit actually and if if 
more teams made a kit like this, I think they'd uh, they'd definitely get bought up because it's just a bit audacious, isn't it? It is a bit. It is. It is sick. I like. It's, yeah, I like the it's different for Newcastle as well compared to the, like the home kits that they've always had, just the black and white stripes and stuff. I think yeah, it's very different for them. A bold move, but I think yeah, a good one. If anyone wants to, anyone who can't see, it, if you want to have a look, it's the Newcastle 0607 kit. Really good yeah, pick. Wait, really good pick. Wake it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Fulham deserved an honourable mention in this one. The away 0708 um, kit, because Danny Murphy looks like he's playing for like AC Milan or something in this kit. Um, <laughs> it's pretty clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty clean. I like it. And the LG logo ain't actually uh, yeah, it's quite cool. as offensive as I thought. But yeah, I think this is a really nice clean kit. I, I'm not a big lover of stripes on kit, but this one... It, it doesn't have too many um so it's not cluttered they're also they also seem like they're a nice sort of size if that's even uh sort of thing but yeah i think the the coloring on this is is just really nice nice red and black stripe it's good I think it's very modern for the time it was as well um it wouldn't surprise me if i saw a kit like that around there to, um around today like the yeah. lg logo i think makes it look quite very modern um yeah i agree it's a nice Fair kit. point yeah. Nice. Uh, and th oh, this one, classic. yeah, 09010, but man, it's not easy to get away with pink, but Everton, their 092010 away kit is is nice. And Landon Donovan, man, what a guy. What <laughs> a guy. But I, I, I think this is showing that I quite like black kits or like dark colours. Um, yeah. And then I think this is just broken up. It's similar to what you said about the Chelsea one with the Everton badge matching. Yeah. Um, the colour scheme and to pink it out is is really good and also the the uh, kit manufacturer there again yeah. The yeah don't see him much but Chang Beer is also an absolute winner yeah, that's and it's a the delicious best. Okay, that's that's nice. logo is, yeah it's such a nice logo uh, but yeah this is a really nice kit actually I think this might be one of my favourites on the list this was one of the kits that I was talking about earlier. I said in the 0910 kits were half of the away kits were black. Uh, yeah. This is one of them. It's a, good, it's a good black one, to be fair. Yeah, it is. Very nice. Oof. Oh. Back to um, the stop, right? Is that... I think this is, that... is my last one. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I, you know, when this kit came out, it's the Man United Home 0910 kit. I remember seeing it. I was in art class. I remember seeing it being launched and I could not stand it. I hated it, I hated the Chevron. And then I bought it and I just thought it was sick and I love it. Oh, and then I bought it. On it. Yeah, I bought it and I love it. That V, I think, is just so good because it goes, it's like the background for both the manufacturer and the um, club. Um, and you've got the black on the collar as well. And I, I love this kit in a long sleeve and a short sleeve. Um, AIG, I think it's just such an underrated sponsor, but it, it's a strong kit. It's so simple but effective that AIG logo. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing fancy about it or anything like that. It's just there. It's just yeah. AIG in a little uh, white box. That's about it. It's uh, I don't know what it is. It's um, very clean. What I hate about the kits now is like there's too many lines on them, or there's too there's too many things on the shoulder. This is literally just what all you're looking at is that V and the badge, and then. The collar they're the only accents on it and i think it's just great it's a nice kit it's a good pick it's a proper good proper good, a good kit pick. yeah man just you know, I don't mind. you've got your gold uh, premier league badges on your sleeve as well from winning yeah. that frame yeah three times in a row wasn't it yeah yeah that's madness. and that was the last one that was the last one wow 
yeah that was a good that was a good episode guys thank you very much for everyone for uh yeah putting your kits forward it's, uh, it's always fun to do that we've got i guess one more of these to do and that's our tens probably like the wow. least fun one to do yeah, but... it'll probably it'll have to be tens and 21. <laughs> yeah we'll add that one we'll i mean there's no way one. a palace kit's going on the 20 if it's 21 there's not a chance palace kit's going on it but um <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll cut it there because I, I definitely need to go eat some dinner. I'm absolutely starving. Um, but yeah, thanks uh, everyone for watching. Thanks to the co-host Mark and uh, Ollie. Thank you very much. And thanks to Bardell for being you know three weeks in a row now, mate, on the pod. I'm, go I'm going for four. As going Joe's for four. Does. Going Do we four. know what next week is at all, or is yeah, that we, to be confirmed? We, I mean, it's uh, to be confirmed, but at the I moment. Think gonna be um well it's, it's quite complicated to get into so i'll um we'll just we'll leave you on a like but look it is at to our do socials with, um, look at our socials it is to do with england i believe Ooh. so um yeah have a look at your socials and all that and um yeah let us know which of our kits you you guys liked as well or if we 100%. missed or if we missed any as well because yeah, there's quite a few as well send us your ones we'll put them on our story and we'll get a little chat going we might even get like a little bracket maybe of different kits we can get them to vote and stuff maybe do something like that a little competition thing premier league kit of all that's time that's it. That's it but yeah make sure to like subscribe hit notification bell if you can on any on youtube and that um download us on spotify apple music uh, make sure to go check out Bard's Bites as well on uh, Instagram. We'll put a link down in the description for that one as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for uh, for joining me today. No worries, man. It's always a pleasure. But um, but yeah, and we'll be back uh, next week with England stuff. A bit more fun, I guess. Actually, you know, we haven't talked about England like properly on the podcast. Got yet, into like, it. A full episode. Yeah. So this will be good. Um, but yeah, we've yeah. uh, been doing little couple of little streams on our pro clubs on uh, FIFA. Um, ah, we sure may end up doing another one on, on the weekend or something. Yeah, we, um, we yeah. usually just when we're about, yeah. when we're feeling it, we'll pop on a little extra stream, just smashing some FIFA out. Exactly. Well, yeah, we'll, so I can join finally. Yeah, we'll, we'll put something on our Instagram so I'll let you know uh, that you guys know when we're going to be streaming FIFA because that's a bit more sporadic compared to the podcast. Podcast is yeah. normally a bit more structured, yeah, yeah. Regimented, regimented. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, let us know um, if you guys want to be there. Yeah, sweet. Thank you everyone for watching, and yeah, we'll catch you soon. Peace. Peace. Peace out.